These last two years really showed us what is possible. I never would have thought that anybody, the universities, our chapters could evolve the way they did over the pandemic. And actually, many of them thrived. So we can't even begin to imagine the technology 50 years from now and what we're going to be able to do. You're listening to Business Edge, the podcast for professionals looking to excel in the workforce. In each episode, our guests take a deep dive into their personal and professional experiences to give you an edge in the marketplace. This podcast is brought to you by the Commonwealth Leadership Alliance. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Business Edge podcast. We are live from Miami, the 61st Alpha Kappa Psi Convention. This podcast is brought to you by Synergos AMC. We're very grateful for the support. With us today, we have Eileen Howell, the outgoing chair of the board of directors, and Mike Dixon, incoming chair of the board of directors. We're so thrilled to have you here today. And also with me is my co-host, Nicole Klemp. Welcome. Hi, Chrissy. Excited to be here in Miami with you. I know it's a little bit humid, but we'll survive. Yes, <laughs> yes. I stepped outside earlier just to like get some fresh air, and it hit me pretty hard with the humidity. <laughs> How are you guys doing today? Good, good. Um, definitely had a good walk this morning good. with some folks. It's been a great convention so far, and getting to meet a lot of new folks, a lot of new members. Uh, really excited. So awesome. Yeah, no, this is great. I mean, it's been so long since we've been able to all get together like this. And I was um, helping out at the uh, registration yesterday and got a chance to meet so many of the students. And I'd ask them, you know, is this your first convention? And they'd say yes. And I said, oh, okay. I said, there's one requirement. And I said, it's a very high bar. You must have fun. <laughs> I love that. I was in the elevator with some students. It was their first time. And I said, well, this is my 13th convention, which means I'm far older than I feel. <laughs> so anyways, well, thanks for joining us. We'll go ahead and jump in. Yeah. So I'll um, tell our listeners a little bit about our guests today. So as Chrissy mentioned, um, Eileen is the outgoing chair of the board of directors of Alpha Kappa Psi, and she's a retired senior financial executive. She has extensive experience in financial, tax, and operational management in the software and oil field services industries. Eileen is well-versed in developing, planning, and implementing strategies to increase shareholder value, including a leadership role in a private equity company acquisition. With a strong reputation for developing strategic partnerships with functional leaders, she effectively bridges the gap between operational decisions and financial targets. And Mike is the current vice chair and incoming chair of the board of directors for Alpha Kappa Psi and a senior business operations specialist at Boeing. He's an effective change agent focused on delivering transformational programs and projects. Mike is known for his skills in project management, lean, problem solving, and process improvement, as well as his strong ability to develop and lead cross-functional and cross-organizational teams to achieve their goals and objectives. We are so excited to have you both here with us. Thank you, such impressive leaders here. So Eileen, as you're leaving the chair, you've been involved with the organization for a number of years. Tell us a little bit about how you've seen the organization change over the years. Oh my. <laughs> I've been with this organization for um, over 40 years. And where we were back then versus where we are now, um, it's just, it's transformational. And especially in the, in the last probably decade, I see the strategies that, you know, the fraternity is trying to bring about and really address what's happening today in the world and in the business world. 
And I'm just so excited to have been a part of this. I can't wait to see more because I know Mike's going to just keep on going. Are you excited to follow in Eileen's? It is a little overwhelming at points. <laughs> I won't lie. I keep telling Eileen, I'm like, you're not going too far, right. by the way. I still have your cell phone number, and I will use it. And I know where you live now. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. So let me ask you both, how have you seen the fraternity change and evolve over these last few years, especially these, just these last couple of years with all the changes we've had? So we have a lot ahead of us and a lot facing us, uh, more so than I think in a lot of times where the environment of what we are living in as a fraternity and as a professional fraternity is being affected by so many different schools, uh, environments, um, as well as uh, just understanding the dynamics of the cultures that are happening as well. And so um, with schools and universities, and so a lot of it is, it's kind of crazy to think about where we need to go mm-hmm. and where we are going to go, actually. So it's kind of mind-boggling, but it's it's exciting. And there's a lot that we do have to remember, a lot of traditions, a lot of artifacts um, as we continue to move forward that make us off-cap aside. I think that's a great point. It's that vantage point that you only get at that level to really understand what the external threats are for the organization. Um, so I think it's, it's a great point. So much is changing, and we have to make sure we're evolving. Yeah, no, I, I really agree with Mike. And I mean, just the fact that we were able to get into the 21st century with our technology. I mean, it, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing right now, right? And um, the focus that we really have on education and, you know, training and certifications, um, I'm so excited about that because that really sets our members apart from other people in, I call it the business world, but everything's a business, even a family, right? So when I say business world, I mean everything. What we're providing our members, whether they're a student or they're an alumni, I mean, it's just, it's fantastic. I'm at a loss for words. (laughs) (laughs) So Mike, tell us a little bit about what you're most excited about coming in as chair. Getting ourselves into a good roadmap. I know we're kind of going into the next planning cycle for our strategic direction, right? We're kind of mid into that right now, which is really cool to kind of see. That's, you know, where we get to really kind of develop out that long term. And I'm not talking about like, hey, next five years. Mm -hmm. This is, hey, what do we see ourselves in the next 50? Yeah. Right. And where are we going to go with that? Um, And so seeing the uh, different pieces coming together for education wise programming, you know, continuing down that experience of Mm -hmm. what it really means to be a brother and really applying that. That's what I get really excited to see is those outcomes from all the hard work that's been going on um, in that side. Do you have any examples of 50 years from now, what AKSI could look like based on some of the discussions that have been had? Yeah. So when we met back in March, uh, we had a very interesting discussion about, okay, so what would it look like if we had virtual classrooms mm. or, or virtual programming? Mm-hmm. You know, um, do we look at bringing in somebody from Meta or you know somebody that's outside that can help provide some insights and coaching on what that would look like or how that could apply? And so that's an example, right, of being like, hey, you know, let's kind of rethink this a little bit more. I mean, technology's been great. Um, and it's also kind of been a hindrance at points for like brotherhood and really what it truly means. Yeah. But for programming context, mm-hmm. things along those lines, 
I think those are great opportunities to pursue. Uh, but those are things that are way out there that you know we can't apply like right now. But yeah, no. But I do think that these last two years really showed us what is possible. Yeah. I mean, I never would have thought that anybody, the universities, our chapters, could evolve the way they did over the pandemic, and and actually, I mean, many of them thrived. Um, so. We can't even begin to imagine the technology 50 years from now and what we're going to be able to do. It'll be like, be me to chapter Congress, please. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. We'll have an avatar of you. <laughs> You'll show up in this like hologram image. <laughs> to piggyback on Chrissy's question, Eileen, what are you most proud of from your time as chair? Oh, boy. Um, or multiple things. <laughs> um, I think... Being able to help guide the strategic plan um, and seeing its success, um, as Mike alluded to, we're, we're moving into a new strategic plan. So it's kind of nice, you know, kind of we're done. And also, again, I'm I kind of harping on the education, but I'm so excited about that and the materials that we as a board approved that just go for it. Mm -hmm. um, there's some excellent programs out there. I mean, I'm so impressed with them. So I think those and um, and just having a great board, tell you, <laughs> you know, can't do it without them. Well, Eileen, I think it is absolutely worth mentioning how you helped guide the leadership through one of the major milestone times of AK size history, right? So like World War II, our membership was down to so few chapters and completely had to make some very big decisions. Same thing in COVID, had to make some very big decisions. And I know how much time you put into it. I know how much you agonized over it. Um, you definitely put a lot of thought in making sure that these decisions represented not only the current brotherhood, but what are we doing to make sure we're here next year, right? It could have been a completely different outcome. So thank you for your leadership for that. And for Mike, you were on the board and on the executive committee. So thank you for supporting that as well. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You've been listening to Business Edge brought to you by Alpha Kappa Psi Professional Business Fraternity and sponsored by Synergos Association Management Company. Now let's get back to the conversation. Yeah, speaking of leadership, so a lot of our listeners obviously are students and young professionals. So, you know, given both of your years of experience and your experience with the fraternity, what kind of leadership tips would you give for our young professionals coming in? And especially given, you know, this day and age and how things have changed and how can they really thrive as business leaders today? Um, so for me, it's it's been one of those ones where AKSI, like literally, um, I was very shy not really outgoing, as, as Eileen's laughing over here. She about spit her coffee all over <laughs> yeah. the table. She's laughing so hard. So it really started out when I was pledging into my chapter. And I took the risk of saying, hey, you know what? I want to be my pledge class president, right? It started from there. I didn't win, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, I found myself in situations where if you open up, you listen, you become an advocate for people, um, you earn that trust and I think a lot of leadership comes around trust. Um, and then you can have those honest discussions with people. Um, and if you don't have that trust, you know, people aren't one gonna listen to you mm -hmm. and they're not going to really take to heart what you're requesting or delegating at points. Unfortunately, you have to delegate too. 
right? Um, but you do have to make those decisions. And so it really comes actually back down to risk as well on saying, take those chances, those opportunities and run with it. And I know you probably have heard this a thousand times, right? Is, you know, AKSI is a great place to fail. Yeah, living laboratory. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is like, I see it at work so in a lot of ways. Like, I have a ton of parallels right now between work and, and AKSI. Mm, fascinating. Like, tremendously with like, throughout my time in my career as I've risen through the ranks at work, I found myself in very similar situations where strategy, like right now, like my world at Boeing is a ton of strategy. Mm. Um, and so understanding where I can apply, vice versa, change management, all of those things uh, between those two roles are parallel. But I really accredit AKSI on allowing me to say, hey, I'm gonna take that opportunity uh, to take that risk of leadership and to grow out. That's awesome. And then I have a quick question. You met your wife in AKSI, did you not? Or did you guys know each other outside? I did. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Um, that's a really weird conversation. Well, actually, <laughs> yeah, actually, like, so she went to a different chapter. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so she went to WSU and I went to Central Washington University. And okay. uh, so up in the Pacific Northwest, we have a real good bond between all the chapters where we go visit. That, that would be one other thing I'd say to any of the chapter brothers is go visit other chapters mm. um, and meet new friends and create havoc that way and have fun. I also met my husband in AKSI, and he was the president when I joined, and I joke that I knew he was going places, so I latched onto him. Wait, you were a pledge and he was the president? Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. So. Wow. That's a good wagon to hit yourself to. <laughs> so, Eileen, same question for you. What would your top leadership tips be for our young professionals? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I echo Mike, obviously, trust, and I also echo back to a previous podcast that I did and that is respect, mutual respect. You need to respect the people that you work with and they need to respect you. You have to earn their respect. And once that happens, you end up with a collaboration and the things you can do together with your associates goes far beyond whatever you could do alone. And reach out. Um, I, I told you earlier that you know, for anybody that was here at their first convention, that um, you know they were required to have fun, but I also told them that they needed to talk to strangers, walk up to a stranger and start talking to them. It's hard, it's very, very hard, especially if you're the new person, right? But how are you gonna get to know and earn the respect of your associates if you don't just walk up and start talking? Mm -hmm. And you never know, you never know who that person is when you're standing over here, um, in, in the convention area, you just might meet your next best friend. Or your spouse. Or your spouse. Or your spouse. Or your, boss. Or your boss. Yeah. She's like, let's talk about professional things, your boss. <laughs> well, I, I was going to say, Chrissy and I have talked to so many guests that have gotten their jobs through brothers or yep. they've applied to just a random company and the hiring manager happened to be a brother and you just never know who you're going to encounter. Exactly. And you never know. It may not be now. It could be in the future. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was telling one student, I said, you know, you guys love taking pictures. I said, you come back to the next convention. You're going to see that person. You're going to go, oh, Jack, Jack, remember this picture? Yep. So speaking of conventions past, do you remember when we launched PEP? <laughs> I've got pep. pep. Yes, yes I, I do. do. I've, I've got, got pep. pep. How, How about, about you? you? 
So, yeah, talk about conventions past. That was in D.C. We launched the pledge education program called PEP, which has since changed. So to Mike's point, things are always changing in the organization and evolving. Absolutely. So yesterday, MC Moore, one of our alumni, was wearing a PEP t-shirt. Oh, shut up. What color was it? It was orange. So we had different colors. One for each day. All the official volunteers got a primary color. And then Eileen and I had like turquoise and pink, so we stood out so people could ask us questions about the new program. Well, I was going to say, so we have a signature question here on the Business Edge, and Eileen, you just brought up that you were a previous guest. I do not have the episode number. I tried to look it up, but just look for an earlier episode with Eileen Howell, and she answered that question. But Nicole, you want to ask Mike? Sure. So, Mike, tell us about a time when your personal values were challenged. What happened, and how did you handle it? Yeah, so I think... Um, you know, one of the things that I really um, have found AKSI to really help me out with actually is uh, bystander behavior, actually. And so um, one of the big things for me that I've found is it's really come through at work quite a few times, too. So really um, with if it comes down to you know, the type of work, the ethics at work or challenges in the, the different realms that you come across or experience. Sometimes, you know, there's there's certain circumstances that will come up that you need to make a, a good business decision. But part of it's just not um, stepping back and letting things happen either. Um, you know, I had uh, an example where um you know, I had two individuals come to me uh, to tell me about a situation that they were experiencing with another individual at work. And um, so with that, I really had to elevate that up because it went against my fortitude, who I am, and especially since learning or, you know, understanding bystander behavior quite a bit more and not just sitting back. And so um, that's been a big part uh, with my leadership at work specifically uh, really coming into play is really getting involved with that, taking charge, not stepping back, not letting things happen or get out of hand. Because sometimes if you don't act, either one, behaviors continue to move forward or they progress to get worse. And so that was something to me that was really a profound piece. I think that's all we have. And we know you have a very busy week, so we won't keep you too much longer. Yeah, thank you so much for taking time and sitting down with us. It's fascinating to hear your approach of things, and we appreciate everything you do for the organization. I guess that would be one last question. Why did you start volunteering initially all those years ago? Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay, Houston 1981, first convention. (laughs) I was two. And you met all these people and you just, you were energized and I've been volunteering ever since. Mm, It's amazing. Uh, For me, it was, I've always wanted to be a part of this organization because it like, it did give back to me pretty quickly. And it's been one of those ones where it's like, I look back now and it's like, holy crap, it's actually been 15 years and volunteering, right? Like, um you know, understanding of, of coming in and pledging in 2002. And this is like my 20th year yeah. and then becoming the chair at 20 years is, uh, it's, it's crazy to me to well think. Deserved. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> but it's, it's always giving back, um, and being a part of the organization that really kind of helped me get sorted out as mm-hmm. a professional in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. So, and it's been 
wonderful to see you both grow in your leadership over the years. It's been fun to bear witness to that. So thank you for everything. Yeah, thank, thank you. you very much. Yeah. Thank you guys for being here. Enjoy the rest of convention. All right, you too. Thank you guys. Thank Take you. Thanks for listening to Business Edge. If you have questions, comments, or topic suggestions for us, email businessedge at akside.org.